Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions, hosted by author, speaker, coach, and singer-songwriter Creelan Peters, also known as the Fear Whisperer. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, learned to embrace their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Hi, this is Creelan, and welcome back to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions. Today, I am very happy to be welcoming Lisa Wechtenheiser to the program, and she's going to be sharing her get-out-of-your-own-damn-way story. And before I bring her on the line, let me just uh, let you a little, give you a little bit of information about Lisa's background. So Lisa of PracticallyIntuitive.com works with intuitives, soulpreneurs, and healers, helping them expand their gifts and build a solid business so they stop giving their gifts away for free, hello, (laughs) and make a real impact in the world. Lisa's expertise comes from over 30 years helping financial advisors build their businesses while she built Practically Intuitive. Known for her warmth, just the right amount of tough love, and her ability to get you out of overwhelm and into action fast, Lisa gets the world of woo and the world of business and helps you manage them, too, so you can create a business that supports you while you support others. Well, that sounds all... I'm like, yes, please, sign me up. (laughs) Such fun, isn't it? Yes, welcome, Lisa. I'm so happy to have you on the program. Hi, Creelin. Thank you. Thanks for having me on here. I look forward to talking with you. Yes, me too. And and uh, we were already starting to talk, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we better hit record here. But uh, there's never um, a a lack I find of things to talk about when I'm talking mm-hmm. with like-minded people. So yeah. <laughs> so I would love to hear. I you know I I got to read your bio, which is sounds awesome, but I know there's always a story behind it, and that's the reason I created this was to. Mm-hmm. To find, you know, what what did you find most helpful? Um, so why don't why don't you just start and give us a little background, more of like the inside scoop of your story? Sure, thank you. I um I wanted to be a therapist, ah. and my mother said, get a job or get out of the house. And so I got a job in the financial services field as like a receptionist, mm-hmm. and I ended up just staying there for 30-some years in in that arena where I found that my psych degree actually came in very handy in talking brokers in off the ledge um, Mm -hmm. when the market would kind of go crazy. So I really didn't have any idea um, at all that I would be doing what I'm doing. um, I'm a spirit guide channel, so spirit guides are like your team of personal advisors in spirit, um, everybody has them, and you they only intervene when you ask, as opposed to like a guardian angel who can grab you if you're in a car accident, you're not supposed to be shuffling off the mortal uh-huh. coil at that time, right? Then your guardian angel can jump in, but your spirit guides have to be asked. So I was raised in the Catholic tradition, and we didn't have spirit guides. We had you know, um, saints or whatever. And, um, but somewhere along the line, um, I kind of got hit to the fact that I was very intuitive. My mom was very, very, very intuitive. Mm-hmm. And if she said, don't step your butt out that door, I didn't step out that door because mm-hmm. she was always right. So I learned to trust very early what my mom got. So when that showed up for me, probably in my early 20s, I, I was able to just really go into it and trust. Mm-hmm. So 
staying in the financial services field, I thought about going back and getting a master's um, in in counseling, and um, I just I was like, you know, no, I'm just not going to do that. So I stayed in the field, did really well in that field, and I ended up um, um, just kind of out of nowhere creating a group. I called them the Woo Woo Chicks, and it was just <laughs> women that really had an interest in this, and, and we would all get together and do Reiki and do that sort of thing. And we really, um, I, I think I learned there that my skills were very different from other people's because mm-hmm. I can hear those spirit guides. I'm clairaudient, so I can hear spirit guides like we're sitting at Starbucks and chatting, and which is really a very nice thing to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're a lot of fun. And so um, how Practically Intuitive came to be was that I had done um, a reading for um, a friend of mine as a gift, and it was with each one of her spirit guides. I brought them all forward, got their names, got what they did, everything, this huge, like, 20-some page reading. Mm -hmm. And I gave it to her, and she said, this is lovely. Thank you. And what do I do with this? And I was like, well, yeah, what do you do with that information? That's a good question. I don't know. And so that's really where Practically Intuitive was born, so that I could help people take that guidance that I was able to bring through and any kind of guidance that they get and put it into practice. Mm-hmm. And so that was my agreement with the guide teams that anything that I bring through, that you give me, that I bring through, has to be applicable and practical for people, or I'm just not going to do it. You know, none of this, oh, your aura is pink and you have love all around you. Well, how does that <laughs> help any damn body? It doesn't. So I work very closely with the guide teams and really bring through a, a clear message, and then I help my clients put that into action. Right. So really just helping them, like say, if, if her guides or if somebody's guides are saying, you know, okay, you need to up-level your energy, right? Like you, I've had a client recently who when she showed up, her guides were like, does she know she's a master spiritual teacher? So I asked her, and she's like, no. And I said, well, they're saying you are, so how do you step into that energy? And it took her about a week before she could even, like, say those words. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started up-leveling her programs and to fit that different energy. And that's how you, you put it into practice, not just in business but in life as well. So I've built Practically Intuitive from doing intuitive readings to training intuitives to do those readings, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm a bit of a tough taskmaster um, <laughs> when it comes to them, right? No fluffy readings, no. Um, and then I, I've shifted to working with, like I said, intuitives and solopreneurs to help align their business energetically with mm-hmm. who they are, and to create an income from doing that work, as I have. Right. Yeah, that's that can be the real trick, can it? Yes, it can. It yeah. Can. So it, it all sounds fascinating, and and I love hearing you know kind of where people came from. I'm I'm curious um, to know what kind of challenges uh, that you faced, kind of coming into this work from the financial background mm-hmm. and from your Catholic upbringing. Is is there mm-hmm. anything that kind of pops in your mind about that? Well, um, yeah, there's there's been a lot just because when when people first hear about things that they don't quite get or understand, it's scary. They get mm-hmm. scared, and mm-hmm. so 
I have had people tell me I'm doing the work of the devil, and I feel like saying, well, then he's really picked the wrong person, and I'm doing a terrible job, because <laughs> I'm just walking around, like, trying to be love and light and do my good in the world, and, you know, and so I, I have run into that a little bit in my own family, um, and I think not so much out in the real world, even in my um, work in the financial services. I worked for a wealth management company, and everybody there just kind of knew me and mm-hmm. really trusted me and just – they weren't scared at all. And mm-hmm. it didn't – like, I, I'm very clear. Yeah, I talk to dead people. Yeah, I talk to guides and teachers and spirit. And mm-hmm. what else? You know, I don't make it like I'm queen of the gypsies or something, you know. Right. But I really am very grounded about it. And I'm not, like, tossing it out at people who aren't interested in that. Uh-huh. Right? If they if they show an interest in it and they want to talk to me, I'm open with that. But if they didn't, then that's okay. You know, I didn't I didn't need to. I, that's that's not their path, and that's fine. So I I did run into a little bit of that, but you know, this is the way I look at it. Every single one of us has our path to walk. This is my path, mm-hmm. and I'm accountable to my Creator and my Source for how I choose to walk that path. Everybody else is accountable to whomever or no one as they believe. Mm-hmm. So it's not really for anybody else to judge my path. I'm the only one that knows that. And conversely, right, for me to judge theirs. So I really do try to um, just do my own thing in my own way and allow people whatever they want to think about it, that's up to them. Right, and that, I think that's a great way to look at it because I think sometimes we get really hung up on what other people think. Yeah. Um, and especially if it's very different and if we have gifts that are different from those uh, around us, like our family or the people that we kind of are in our inner circles. Um, so I, I, you know, and I love bringing that, you know, these stories out to other people because I'm sure there are people out there listening who have different types of gifts and, um, who, who, well, you brought up that fear thing and I'm, I, I call myself the fear whisperer. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Ooh, fear. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's such a part of our journey when we're, we're moving into our calling. I think, um, Mm -hmm. that, that fear is inevitable. It comes up. Um, because it, it's really about doing something different and about um, maybe working through some of our challenges or obstacles and, as you said, being on our own path. Right. Yep. I, I find that, too. And I, I really, um, I honor all paths. I truly do. Even paths that are very, you know, diametrically opposed to the one that I've chosen, you know, it's not for me to say why that person's walked that path. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of don't brook any judgment about my path from that and like i said i run into because i have a couple um family members who are evangelical christians who have literally gotten up in my face and i was like yeah no you don't want to go there with me so that's just not Mm -hmm. and you know it was a little bit difficult but i can't i can't be anything other than who i am Mm -hmm. and this is my work it's my sole work i know that and Mm -hmm. That's just the way it's going to be. And if they don't speak to me anymore, okay. That's their choice. It's not my choice. Yes. And, you know, I'm I'm glad you brought that up, too, because there is that piece of, you know, being on our own path means that we need to um, energetically align with what is also aligned with that path. Mm-hmm. And when the people or the resources or the situations don't align, um, it's it, there's that letting go piece. 
mm-hmm. of, of just saying, you know, if this isn't aligned, then it's okay for it to not be in my life. But, you know, mm-hmm. one of the things that I know I struggled with growing up was this this idea that your family, because they're related to you and, and they raise you and and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you carry the same bloodline, are supposed to be supportive. Yeah. And that was not my experience. Um, mm-hmm. and And so I had to draw some lines in the sand, um, so to speak, and and find those people who are truly supportive. And that's such a huge point, I think, when we're following our path is that not everyone's going to understand it, and that's okay. Right. That That is okay. It's hard when it's somebody that's very important to you. Yes. I mean, I've had clients whose mothers have disowned them for, you know, going down this path. And that's yeah. got to break your heart. It's mm-hmm. really got to break your heart, your own mom. Um, it, and I, I laugh about my own mom because, like I said, she was very intuitive. But I think she saw it in a different way. She just called them her vibes. And I remember telling her, cause I can, because I'm clairaudient, I can hear a lot of things, and I can also hear animals. And I remember the first time I heard my cat speak to me. I was in meditation, mm-hmm. and I was in this, like, very deep meditation, and I heard, I am a cat. I'm a cat. And I peeked my eye open, and there was my one cat looking at me, like, just looking right at my eyes. Like, And I could tell that he was talking to me. And, and so I turned to each one of my cats, and they each one said something to me, and I was so excited. So I called my mom. I'm like, Mom, Mom, I can hear my cats. Uh-huh. And she said, Honey, are you going insane? Aww. <laughs> like, you know, but but it's it's funny because she even though she had that experience herself, it was still kind of hard for her to to see it in a different light. So I can imagine how difficult it would be for someone who was raised. I had um I was very close to my goddaughter. My goddaughter died when she was nineteen in two thousand six, mm. but she was like my child, mm-hmm. and she was raised by my cousin, very, very, very hardcore Catholic, very steeped in that tradition. And so when I first started getting into Reiki and going to like a metaphysical chapel, my cousin's mother, my aunt, told her friend what I was doing. And the friend just like raised all these red flags and she's Mm going to take your child down the wrong path, which broke my heart because Mm -hmm. that's my goddaughter and I honor her path, right? And my cousin, I'm not and so it 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 caused me to go underground a little bit early on because yeah. I really didn't want to lose my goddaughter mm-hmm. over that. But you know what? She went with me to Reiki things. She went with me. She was like, yes, Aunt Lisa, I trust her. Okay, let's go. Uh-huh. And so she was fine with it. And that was the only time that I really felt like, okay, how much of this should I show and how much not? And I remember driving back somewhere from something with, and my cousin, her mom, looked at me and she said, "You're going to help a lot of people someday." And I thought that was really, really sweet for her to say because she was scared to death of what I was right. doing, mm-hmm. but she knew me, and and so even over the years, like my goddaughter shows up all the time for me in spirit, all the mm-hmm. time, constantly, and you know my cousin and I laugh because my cousin sees her around all the time too. And so it's just kind of funny that she came from that being really scared to having the experience of being yeah. able to connect herself, especially with, with her own daughter. You know? Well, and, and sometimes people are afraid because there's something similar going on and they don't understand it. So yeah. it's, it's that, mm-hmm. that fear of, of what's happening to me kind of thing. You know, and I'm a, right. a former psychotherapist, and 
And so the the type of experiences that you're talking about have a very different meaning in that world. Mm -hmm. And I remember um, talking with clients who would come in saying, I'm hearing this, and I'm I'm like, let's explore that a little bit because, Mm -hmm. you know, I've known a lot of people in my personal life who have um, these gifts, and they would kind of talk about, how they had been institutionalized for it, they'd been diagnosed and medicated and and misunderstood. And that really helped me as a therapist to really ask some different types of questions of people, especially children, Mm -hmm. um, because there are so many different experiences to be had out there. And who who am I to say that this is a problem? It's really, you know, only a problem, I think, if it's, scares somebody, and if they have, you know, we call them command auditory hallucinations where they're being told to hurt themselves or others. And so I I would definitely say that's something to take a look at. But, you know, if you're getting these messages, I am a cat, like that's a little different, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yes, you are. You are. You're my You're cute little kitty. Yeah. Oh, and that was such a him thing to say. He was not real bright. So that was like totally his personality <laughs> to just declare he was a cat. Like, okay, that's what's going on in your head. Absolutely. But it is, it's it's really fascinating. Dogs tell me their name as, as I pass them on the street. And I didn't realize that I would just hear, hi, I'm Earl. And I'm, I would look over and there would be a dog. And I'm like, oh, hi, Earl. And the dogs tell me that no matter what the, their people call them, that's not their real name. It's never their uh-huh. real name. You know, and so it's 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 just it's fun. I personally think it's a lot of fun yeah. to talk to those to the animals and just to be able to do that on that level. I I don't know how I got. Although looking back, I have to laugh because in grade school, when I would ride the bus, for whatever reason, I could hear everything that was said in the back of the bus when I was sitting in the front. And they used to call me Aunt Tenny Ears because I could hear everything. So totally not surprised that I end up being like this high clairaudient who, I mean, I hear I hear information through sound all the time, not just spirit guides. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's just kind of funny how things show up really early on, but you don't piece them together. Right. Until later. It is, it is absolutely true. Yeah. I mean, I I have experienced the same thing in my life as well, and I'm like, oh, that's what that experience was leading for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's too funny. Now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's amazing. So, it, I mean, gosh, it, sound, it does sound like you've had some challenges, which doesn't surprise me because I think all of us who are kind of called into our soul's purpose and are living in mm-hmm. that have mm-hmm. come through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was, you know, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to put this series together is to, to show people that there is light on the other side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really is. Yeah. And, and, and I, I just so appreciate your, your willingness to share because this is, you know, still in some circles, this is stuff that's kind of tough to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to, is. yeah. And just the, the fear of, of a lot of things. So what do you think has helped you the most in kind of dealing with some of the challenges and the and the, the obstacles that you faced um in doing your, your soul's work? I I have always had um a lot of support in terms of coaches and teachers. Mm-hmm. So you know, to to be like I have just been guided to the next teacher. And it's just been so interesting to me to see how I just would follow along 
okay, and this person showed up, and I would kind of get the nudge like, and go that way. Mm -hmm. So guides and and teachers in human form and guides and teachers in spirit form Mm -hmm. have really been very helpful to me. Like I never feel alone. I never feel lost. I mean, I may feel lost inside myself, like, okay, what do I do next? Right, But I know that that help is available. It makes me sad when I hear people say they feel like there's no help out there, Mm. that nobody cares about them. It just breaks my heart because the guide teams are right there. They're like, hello, we're right here. We can totally help you. You know, and and so I think for me it's been very much – um, just having a lot of support and people to, I don't like the word validate, so I really kind of use the word affirm my mm-hmm. skills and my abilities for me so that I can go ahead and, and do my work. Mm-hmm. And I, But I really, like, I don't even know how I knew just to start. When I look back at how all this business, I had no idea I'd be an entrepreneur. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even think that I thought I'd work in the financial service field until I died or whatever. Uh-huh. And so when it really kind of came up that I wanted to create my own business, I I, I was like, do I even know how to do that? Mm-hmm. And yet the teacher showed up, the experiences showed up, and when I look at it, like I wrote, I've been doing this with, with financial advisors, helping them build their business, mm-hmm. you know, from the administrative side. So I've seen what goes into it, and I know the heartbreak, um, you know, when your clients leave or when there's problems with them. So... I'd say for me the support has been the really the biggest catalyst. Um, and even, you know, my, my husband, uh, we've been married 16 years. I, I was not this way when we met, mm-hmm. um, and it sort of came on probably about two years into it. And God bless him. He has rocked and rolled his way through. <laughs> and that's the thing I find is interesting because, like you talked about earlier, if you shift your vibration, if you are constantly moving and growing, the people in your life have the choice to either come with you or not. Right. And sometimes they don't, and it's not even a conscious choice. They just know that they can't go where you're going or it doesn't feel right. My husband, very grounded, very um, earth-based, mm-hmm. very much grounded and rooted to the earth, has come along with me, sometimes kicking and screaming, but he (laughs) really just kind of, he trusts that, you know, he has not had a direct experience of people on the other side or talking Mm -hmm. with spirit guides, but I have, and he trusts me. Mm -hmm. So he believes sort of by proxy. Right. You know, um, and I, there are not a lot of spouses who can keep up with somebody whose main thing in life is growing and changing and doing and I can't imagine being married to somebody like that and not having an interest because my husband's like, oh, I'm perfectly fine. I feel very comfortable <laughs> with where I am now. And I'm like, yeah, dude, sorry. We're changing again. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, you know, well, you probably know that, right? Right. Yeah. No, and, and it sounds like you, your spirit guides probably led him to you. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. We got, we got engaged like three months after we got got we met. We met online and we had a date. And he was very nice, and somebody said, how long have you two been married? And we're like, we're not married. We're on our first date. <laughs> and three months later, we got engaged, and, yeah, so we've been married since then. And That's um great. Yeah, uh, it's, and he keeps me grounded, and I help lift him up, and together it works out really well. Well, that's I, I'm just going to do a little sidebar here because I've been in and out of the online dating scene for a couple years, and mm-hmm. um, just to to give you a, a frame of reference where I'm at, I'm writing an article called "Suck It Online Dating." So. <laughs> 
I haven't had that. Um, but but what I have noticed is that as I raise my vibration, which I've been steadily doing, you know, mm-hmm. I think I am too. I'm one of those lifelong learners, and it, mm-hmm. I don't mean like I have to go to formal education, but I'm all I'm constantly hungry for information right. and for growth. And um, I'm single because I haven't found someone yet who mm-hmm. is able to go. Oh, you're writing a book this week. Oh, wait, you're launching a program this week. Oh, wait, it's like right. uh, what? Right. <laughs> Because, you know, it's like we have such big vision and, it, you know, someone needs to kind of hang on. And, and I have found, too, that, that, like you said, that the support just kind of, it, it goes away when it's not aligned and it's, and it's mm-hmm. fine. It's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, oh, it's so fascinating that you said that. So, like, I will hold out hope that they're... <laughs> They're out there. Yeah. I'm sure they're out there. But and and I feel like he's doing his work by partnering with me. Like that's how he does his work. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't do his own internal work a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think just being in my energy kicks up dust, and he oh, has yeah. to deal with it right as he's going through it. So, <laughs> right. like I said, God bless him for sticking around and doing that because I don't think it's easy to do that because he he was in the military for 20 years so everything must be orderly and organized and directed and i would just take one class after the other oh i'm going to do psychic development oh i'm going here and taking reiki and he said can't you just pick one thing and stick with it no and i said no <laughs> no i gotta go where i'm guided and you know that as you look back you can see how each piece contributed to where you are now but at the time all you knew was and go here and take right. this course, you know, right. and and just trust and trust. And that, and I wrote that down because that seems to be a, a theme. I, I notice as I'm doing these interviews that there's a theme that comes up for each person, and mm-hmm. yours is trust. It's that mm-hmm. trusting in yourself and mm-hmm. trusting that your guides are going to lead you in, in the in the right path. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's so cool. I love as these themes emerge in in these interviews. And that's really part of I, I would say my early again like. I said, my mom, I saw my mom, what she said and what happened, and I connected them. Mm-hmm. And my one of my very first teachers, her, she would teach us how to um, read auras and pull out that information. And I remember her distinctly saying, trust what you get. When you ask for that, what comes through is your answer, trust what you get. Mm-hmm. And so that has really, like, I've taught that to my students. And it's so funny, when we're doing readings and my level one students are practicing doing intuitive readings, and they're all like, I feel like I just pulled this out of my butt. I'm like, yeah, I know, it feels just <laughs> like that. Send it anyway and see what happens. And then when they get the response back from their clients, that's like, how would you know this? How would you get this? That's how you build that trust muscle by, by doing it. By yeah. really getting out there and doing it. And, th- and I tell people that's the difference between me and somebody who doesn't do this work professionally. I have 100% trust in what comes through, mm-hmm. even if it's very bizarre and I have had really bizarre things come <laughs> through from the guide teams. This one time, it was really funny. I was talking to this woman, and her guide said to me, she's not from this planet. She's from another planet, and she's here doing research. And I said to them in my head, yeah, I can't. No, can't tell her that. I don't want to look like a freak. And they were like, okay, tell her or don't. So I paused and I said to her, okay, so here's an interesting thing. Um, Your guides are telling me that you're not from this planet and you're here doing research. And she paused for quite a while. She goes, I knew that. And I cracked up laughing. She said, I knew that all along. And, And I was like, see, that's the difference. I am willing to say that 
right? Uh-huh. Because I trust the channel that I have. Mm-hmm. And and even if it wasn't right, if that's what my guide said to say, right, that's what I would share. Whether, mm-hmm. you know, she was would have been like, ooh, no. But it was kind of affirming for me that she was like, oh, yeah, I knew that. Okay. You know, so that, you're right. That trust piece is is huge. It it I mean, really is. I know. I the 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 older I get, <laughs> the, the, you know, I've been an intuitive person my whole life. I, we're all intuitive. I mean, come right. on, we, we all are. are. We just some of us are more in touch with it than others. Mm-hmm. And um and there's ways like you said to kind of exercise that intuitive muscle. And I found that you know as a therapist, as I was kind of ending that piece of my life. Mm-hmm. I started feeling like I was channeling messages to my clients. Mm-hmm. And it was a very different experience than I had had before. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I've worked with clients since then as, you know, as a therapist and now as a coach. And it's just, you know, amazing. And and what I started doing um, more recently is using that intuition to make business decisions. And I'm like, mm-hmm. huh, now mm-hmm. we're on to something. Right. <laughs> I I totally I love it I and I totally respect that you are so in touch with your intuition and trust it so mm-hmm. fully that's such a wonderful um gosh you're just such a wonderful model for people around you in that trust piece cuz I I was just I had a, a was being interviewed earlier today and that came up as um as a piece of advice that I give too is Self-trust is, mm-hmm. is crucial. It's absolutely yeah. crucial. And sometimes I have sessions with clients where I feel like everything I tell them they already knew. They mm-hmm. just needed to hear it. And I'll tell them that. I'll say, do you notice that everything that I told you, you really already knew in your heart. You just needed to hear it again. Because mm-hmm. my thing is really about we have every single thing we need inside of us yeah. to do the work that we're here to do. Every single thing right now. Whether you go to another class, nothing. You have everything inside of you to do that work. And so know that you do and then start bringing that out because nothing makes me happier than to see people really realize it's within them, the powers in them, not outside them, not up in the great, you know, deity in the sky, but in themselves mm-hmm. as they're, uh, they're able to really connect with everything and, and bring that peace out. And that's really important to me that people learn to tune in and trust because you get the answers you need. Always, you do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. You know, usually I wrap it up by saying, you know, um, what else do you want our audience to know? It feels like you just said <laughs> what else do you want our audience. To yep, that's that's my speech for when I'm when I have like two minutes left on Earth. Right. And they say, okay, here's your microphone. Go. <laughs> that would be my speech. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> so be so, sure to play that later when I pass away, okay? You can play that as my my, uh, my uh, funeral. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like she already knows what I'm going to ask, right? And she's already prepared for it. There so, you go. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This, this time went really, really fast. It did. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And, oh and I wrote gosh. down a whole bunch of tips. I, I love I get so much information from all you. All of my guests, and, yeah. and I, I hope the audience is getting some really good tips for getting out of your own damn way. Hey, that's important. Yeah, so before we completely end, Lisa, tell people how they might get in touch with you if they want some more information about sure. how to develop their intuition. 
Well, they can always find me at practicallyintuitive.com. Um, and I'm also on Facebook under Practically Intuitive for my fan page there. And I have a group on Facebook called The Business of Intuition. It's a free Facebook group, and we talk about the business side of intuitive work and and all of the things and the challenges that come along with that. So I'm at any one of those places generally pretty often, <laughs> and I would love for people to, to just connect. You can leave me a message on my um, Facebook page or on my site. I would love for people to just connect. I'm here and absolutely happy to talk with anyone. Well, wonderful. Thanks again so much, Lisa, for joining us today. Creelin, it's been great. Thank you for having me. Yes, and thank you all for listening. I hope you got some more tools to stuff in your overflowing toolbox <laughs> of ways to get out of your own damn way. And, and remember to join us again for the next interview, and please tell your friends to join us as, as well. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions with Creelan Peters. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and invite your friends to join us at www.creelan.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. That's www.krylyn.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. Thanks for tuning in.